0: Good afternoon, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. Lots of conversations to be had here on your 5 o'clock news cruise this hour. Brought to you by Service Chevrolet, our newest sponsor. Very grateful to have Service Chevrolet sponsoring the 5 o'clock news cruise where I take you home with all of the news and commentary of the day that you could ever hope to want. Service Chevrolet is located at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey if you want to go check out what they've got in store for you. Thank you very much again, Service Chevrolet, for being our 5 o'clock sponsor. Now, it has come to the attention of Hamas that they must have, they, they, they might have made a little bit of a mistake In an interview with a reporter at the Financial Times. Let me read this quote to you because this is just fantastic. Hamas official, a Hamas official tells the Financial Times the organization, quote, did not expect this much of a response from America. End quote. After the 7th of October attack, adding another direct quote, what we are seeing now is the entrance of, entrance of the U.S. into the battle, and this we didn't count on. Oops. So the U.S. has uh, launched, overnight launched an attack on uh, Iranian proxies in Syria. We now have military forces in the region. And we're going to see this escalate. The um, The fact of the matter is, as the IDF, the Israel Defense Force, as the IDF moves in, they start working on taking out the Hamas network. Now, they're is a lot of surgical work to be done in this because they can't just indiscriminate. And they're being accused of basically doing it, but Hamas is using a lot of propaganda, a lot of which has not really been backed up. Uh, Israel has to be very surgical about this. Hamas uses hospitals and schools and mosques as staging grounds, places where they plan places where they launch their attacks from, places where they store their weapons. All of that happens in these civilian places. And they do that so that when Israel takes one of these compounds out, Hamas and the Palestinians get this little PR point that they get to throw out there and say Israel has bombed yet another Palestinian school. But Hamas has networks of tunnels They have these staging grounds in civilian locations. They're not letting civilians leave. Israel has said repeatedly, please evacuate. And to the nations around them, they have said, please take these civilians. And those countries are not doing it because those countries also don't like Israel. And they want Israel to be responsible for the death of civilians so that they can justify their own hostility toward Israel. But Hamas has underestimated just how involved the U.S. is going to be. As a friend of mine who used to do political commentary years ago pointed out, everyone has a plan until the U.S. shares real-time intelligence data with your opponent, and then it all kind of goes out the window. But the thing that we're seeing, along with all of that, We're starting to see just how the geopolitics of this plays out. Now, there is a very, very weird exchange on Twitter. When Bernie Sanders tweeted, Today we remember and mourn for the five victims, or for the victims lost five years ago in this devastating massacre at the Tree of Life Synagogue. We must remain committed to fighting all forms of bigotry, anti Semitism, intolerance, racism, and xenophobia. He was commemorating the loss of life by somebody who cl- who claimed right-wing ideologies, killing the members of a synagogue in Pittsburgh in the U.S. And a member of Chinese state media responds to Bernie Sanders' tweet and says, Bernie, you could do better than that, calling for ceasefire now. So Bernie Sanders commemorates... The lives lost in a synagogue attack five years ago in Pittsburgh. And Chinese state media is demanding Bernie Sanders call for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas right now. Chinese state media. Again, this goes back to the idea we've talked about a bit before that there is this growing. There's this growing axis of evil. China, Russia, and Iran. Iran, whatever, however you want to pronounce it. Those three nations want nothing more than to destabilize the West, and in particular, destabilize the U.S. And the U.S. is in dire need of new leadership because while the Biden administration can say the right things and start to sort of do the right things, there is more that we can do. But they haven't done that yet. And now there's a new Gallup poll out today. You know, I'm a flash, a kind of a flash poll like this. I'm not really sure how much stake I put into the numbers. But it's an interesting data point that Joe Biden's that, that Joe Biden's favorability among Democrats dropped 11 points ever since he started his administration sided with Israel. You see the very loud, progressive pro-Hamas caucus uh, in, in Congress and, and among progressives. You see them get louder and louder. You see them try to rally their followers and their supporters against the Biden administration and against any idea that we need to be pro-Israel. Um, there's a journalist by the name of Noah Smith. He used to write, I think he wrote for Bloomberg maybe. Earlier, um, a left-wing activist named Brianna Wu tweeted out, Confession, I've incorrectly assumed the far-left doesn't have an anti-Semitism problem. I believed our ranks were filled with people like me that opposed Netanyahu's far-right politics, not Israel itself. Noah Smith replies, Honestly, me too. I thought leftist anti-semit- the, the leftist anti-Semitism thing was mainly a UK problem, but it turned out to be a problem in America too, and I didn't see the depth of it until these past two weeks. people on the left were blatantly ignoring the anti-semitism that was going on among their ranks if you were igno- if you thought if you are if you're a progressive you're a liberal you're a Democrat and you didn't understand that your side had an anti-semitism problem and the right does too don't get me wrong there are elements on the right that have an anti-semitism problem a big one and the right's got to work on that but the left does. The left has people like Ilhan Omar, like Rashida Tlaib, like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, like a lot of these, Repub- like, like a, a lot of these Democrats, and they voiced opinions that were very clearly anti-Semitic. Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar have committed blood libel against Israel and the Jews time and time again, and their own side won't condemn them for it. And for left-wing journalists to say, I never noticed it before, they put on blinders. They put on blinders. They were trained horses attached to carriages carrying the Democrat talking points with blinders on so they could only see what was in front of them and not see the blatant anti-Semitism on their side. And look at where it's gotten us now. It's gotten us as a nation divided because now we're seeing, even even in Louisiana, Across the country, at institutions of higher education, we're seeing violence from pro-Palestinian groups attacking Jews, attacking anybody who has the Jewish flag, anybody who is Jewish, trying to terrorize them, committing acts of violence against them. And it's just coming as a surprise to a lot of people on the left. They weren't aware that things were actually that bad on their own side, because when you have been broken bipartisan politics, and you've only seen things through a filter, through a certain lens, and you've been ignoring the problems on your own side, you get surprised by things like this. 232-1542. I know there's some callers on the line. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Your message is on the KPL app chat as well. We've got so much more to talk about. Plenty to discuss throughout the day today. We don't have as much time as I'd like to do it, but we're going to try. So just stick around. If you're on the phone line, wait. I'll get to you when we come back from this break. But first, we do have our Pest of the Day. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show. Here on News Talk, 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. Or you can send a message to the KPL app chat. Again, want to thank our sponsors here for the 5 o'clock news cruise as we take you home on your afternoon commute. Back to the house after a long, stressful week of work. The news crews brought to you by Service Chevrolet. Find them over at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey and see what they can do for you and your automotive needs. Let's go to the phone lines. We've got Bill on the line. Bill, how are you? All right, so what you got, um, Bill?
1: Well, before I, I make my comment, I want to say that I am pro-Israel. I think Gaza should be a parking lot. I am also a non-believer, so I'm not religious, but I stand with the Jewish people and Christian people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the quote you made from the guy, or you quoted from a guy with Hamas, when he said, I think he said something like, um, I did not expect the, type or the kind of response from the United States, or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. I think what he was referring to is that he did not expect the support for the Palestinians and Hamas that you see in the big cities with all the demonstrations and support. Um, unless there's aspects of the conversations I'm, I'm not aware of that indicate otherwise. But I think you may have
0: misunderstood it. What do you think? Now, I, I pulled up the Financial Times story. Uh, Ali uh, Baraka, a senior member of Hamas's political leadership in exile, told the Financial Times that the group, didn't expect this much of a response from America. An Israeli response, yes, we expected that. But what we're seeing now is the entrance of the U.S. into the battle, and this we didn't count on. So uh, I, I get your point. Okay. And, and I, I think that there's some validity into what you're saying that I, I think a lot of people weren't expecting just how much uh, pro-Palestinian and pro-Hamas propaganda there would be coming from the upper echelons of U.S. society. I think there is a valid point to be made in that. And it certainly surprised me the extent that we got I, You know, we, we've kind of seen from a lot of these institutions. I know that you pay attention to it as well, uh, that there has that we've we've always kind of known that at some of these levels there's always been kind of an anti-Israel aspect to a lot of the upper echelons of our society. But the the amount that spilled forward, I think it shocked a lot of us. Oh, I must have lost you. Oh, um I'll just say I'm not I, I I get where you're coming from where you were uh where you thought the conversation was headed, and I I don't I don't blame you or anybody else for thinking that might be the case because it is really kind of shocking just how much of a pro-Hamas sentiment has come out of the US.
1: Yes, but also we haven't had much of a response when I mean, we bombed a couple of empty warehouses. So, uh the response from America has been verbal even though we've been hit several times. I think there should be more of a response from
0: us. Oh, absolutely. Yes, but the Biden administration wants to look tough right now. We we've, we've moved uh you know, we've moved ships into the area. We've got we, we bombed some of these Iranian proxies in Syria. We haven't done a whole lot. You're right on that. It'll be interesting to see where the yeah, Biden it. administration goes from this, because the Biden administration reacts to public sentiment. And if that Gallup poll I mentioned in the last segment's anything to go by, they might pull back some because they're losing support among Democrats for being pro-Israel.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. But remember, you don't look tough by taking your gun out your holster, waving it around and brandishing it. You look tough when you use it.
0: Well, that's because you and I okay. know how to use guns. I'm not sure any Democrats do.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Bill. We do have to take this next break, but thank you very much for the call. 232-1542, if you want to be part of the conversation. When we get back, the attacks against Speaker Mike Johnson have been predictable. We, could, we knew going in that the terms Christian nationalist would come up and the, the amount of attacks they're now launching against Mike Johnson – just for being somebody who believes in the Bible. That's very interesting. Let's talk about that when we get back here on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542. If you want to be part of the conversation, still lots of stuff to talk about. I want to read you guys uh, a few headlines. The talking points are now out when it comes to Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson's, Christian nac- uh, Mike Johnson's Christian Nationalist track record isn't a mystery, it's a tragedy. Mike Johnson's ties to Christian nationalism revealed. New Speaker is a Christian nationalist on steroids. Mike Johnson's long flirtation with Christian nationalism... Here's why Mike Johnson is more dangerous than Donald Trump. All headlines written over the last couple of days about Mike Johnson. Why? Because Mike Johnson is a devout Christian. All because Mike Johnson lives and breathes his faith. It is religious bigotry. Christian nationalism has a completely different meaning than what these journalists who have written all of these articles think it means. None of what Christian nationalists, true Christian nationalists, actually believe is, none of that is anything Mike Johnson's ever espoused. What they're doing is they are just being absolutely bigoted toward devout Christians. Here's the thing about it, though. Here's the thing that really, I I don't know that the left really fully captures what they're doing here. When you look at all of the public data that we have right now, Democrats are losing middle American, working class voters, they're losing Hispanic voters they're losing, to an extent, African-American voters. And all of those voters largely fall into one category, Christian. And so the Democrats and left-wing media are attacking Mike Johnson for being a Christian. Do you think a Hispanic person who comes from a long, a long family tradition of being Catholic. Do you think they're going to not like Mike Johnson suddenly because he believes that marriage is between a man and a woman? That he's pro-life? Do you think they're going to lose a Hispanic voter that way? No. Do you think Republicans are going to lose white working class men in, say, the Rust Belt? Men who go to church most week, most Sundays. No, they're not going to lose them over that. That's not where Republicans are going to lose voters. That's where the Democrats are losing voters is by running off the people who have those beliefs. The left has run off voters for being so adamant on the trans bathroom stuff and the trans athlete stuff and just the trans agenda in general. The left has chased away voters because they've taken such an extreme position on that. The left has chased away voters because they more represent the, frankly, godless white academics that run the party. And sure, you may rile up the godless white academics who are running the party by pointing out that Mike Johnson believes that marriage is between a man and a woman. You're not going to win back voters that you've lost because you point out that that's what Mike Johnson believes. Those are the social issues that Democrats aren't, they're not going to win on a lot of those because a lot of that is what, a lot of Americans actually believe. The Democrats will go after Mike Johnson for his views on abortion. He, like many Republicans, celebrated the overturning of Roe v.ersus Wade. But even believing that life begins at conception is not a belief that's going to cost Republicans voters. Do you really think that a lot of voters are going to look at the fact that the Republicans have as their speaker a guy from Louisiana who is wonder of wonders religious, conservative, socially? No. But they are engaging in religious bigotry. That's what they're doing. They're trying to convince voters that Mike Johnson is truly a dangerous individual because he believes marriage is between a man and a woman, because he believes that life begins at conception. My God, we have a Baptist as a speaker. The horror. My one regret is that we didn't get the most Louisiana name possible in a speaker when we got, our, when we got a speaker. First speaker from Louisiana history, and it's the it's a boring name. It's Mike Johnson. Wish we could have gotten a really solid South Louisiana name as the first speaker from Louisiana. I really do, but I understand. It doesn't always work out the way we want to. But man, the religious bigotry in the media from all these people that want to call him a Christian nationalist when he's never been affiliated with a Christian nationalist group, he doesn't espouse true Christian nationalist views? It's kind of mind boggling. I, uh, I have folks who, who have, over the past couple of days, sent me messages, sent me texts, things like that. They're like, does he really believe this sort of thing? And my response is always the same. What do you expect a, Louis, a devout Louisiana Baptist to believe otherwise? A guy who's always talked about it. What do you? What about this surprises you? I can't believe he believes. Everybody says, "Why would Republicans do this? Why would Republicans? It's just going to cost them votes." Have you looked at what the Democrats are doing? The Democrats are running the economy off a cliff. The Democrats have emboldened our enemies. The Democrats have emboldened illegal immigration. The Democrats have allowed crime to fester in a lot of our major cities. You really think that Mike Johnson's faith is going to be a deal breaker for a lot of moderate voters? No. Now, if Mike Johnson moves forward a, a, a bill in the House to ban abortion at the federal level, yeah, I think that might cause some concern for Republicans, but he's not going to do that because he's on the record saying it's a state issue. It's just absurd. It is really, really just absurd the level of attacks that they're making because at their heart they think that Christianity is the problem. And when you look at everything else out there, Christianity is far from the problem. It's a bunch of people with a lack of faith in general. It takes a it takes a, a huge a huge void of faith in a higher power to believe some of the things that a lot of the people who were attacking Mike Johnson believe. You clearly don't have faith in a higher power if you think murdering a child up to the point they fully exit the womb is a stellar idea. That's the true epitome of freedom for you to be able to do that. And there are some folks out there saying, nobody actually believes that. There are Democrats on record saying it. And there are a lot more Democrats on the record not speaking out against it. When asked the question, they turn and they walk away from the interview because they don't want to answer what they really believe on that. Because either they really don't believe that and they're going to anger their supporters, or they really do believe that and they're going to make the country realize, okay, yeah, they're the extreme ones. It's very interesting that the media chooses to attack Mike Johnson on his faith. But on the most extreme Islamists that are out there attacking Jews, shouting pro-genocide, propaganda, calling on the erasure of Israel and the Jews and America... These extreme Islamists, not being able to say anything about them, but being able to attack a a white Christian man, there's an imbalance there. That's something that really needs to be addressed. Mike Johnson's faith is not all that much different than what a lot of Americans actually believe. Mike Johnson's views represent far more Americans than the views of Rashida Tlaib. That shows up time and again in polling. Let's take a quick break. We'll wrap up the show when we get back here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. 232-1542 is number or send a message through the KPEL app chat. We'll be back in just a moment. Glad to have you back here on the 5 o'clock news cruise. Brought to you by Service Chevrolet located at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette. Proud to have them as our 5 o'clock sponsors here on News Talk 96.5 96.5 KPL. Hey, if you're looking for something to do tonight or over the weekend, I suggest you go over to seizethedal.com because there are a lot of great deals to be had over there right now. If you want to take the family out for a nice lunch or dinner sometime this weekend, plenty of ways you can do that. $750 on seize the deal can get you a $15 e-voucher to Dickie's Barbecue Pit. $750 can get you a $15 e-voucher to Pizza Mori. And Karen Crow love it. Absolutely love it. Or $12.50 can get you a $25 gift certificate at La Pizzeria Laugh. Yet if you're looking for something to take the kids out and do over the weekend, though, $25 can get you a $50 Acadiana action card for arcades and bumpers at Acadiana Lanes, or $25 can get you one hour of all access, unlimited play at Epic Entertainment. Loads of things you can do with the family this weekend. All you need to do is head over to SeizeTheDeal.com. Make sure you're looking at the Lafayette market. Find the deal that's perfect for you and your family. So on the app, Mike asks a very good question. Why is it that no one can really talk bad about Islam? Because the, uh, the people who are performing these acts against Israel, against the Jews, they're Islamic. They're Muslims. Why can nobody say anything about that? Well, part of the problem is the powers that be in the media and the upper echelons of U.S. society have declared that Muslims are one of the oppressed peoples of the world and that any attempt of criticism is an act of white supremacy. Diversity and intersectionalism have replaced common sense among a lot of these people. The people who perform these acts against Israelis against Jews, they share a common faith. They practice Islam. Now, that's not to say that every person who is a Muslim who practices Islam is a bad person. There are bad Christians, there are bad Jews, there are bad Muslims, bad people of every faith. But the thing is, Christians and Jews are treated as white settlers. They're treated as white Colonialists. And so they don't get that benefit of the doubt. But Muslims, Muslims have been mistreated. I mean, after all, Israel has no historic claim to, I mean, the Jews have no historic claim to Israel. They just came in about 50, 60 years ago and just took the place over from the Palestinians, completely ignoring the history of the region. They're just European settlers taking the territory away from Palestinians. That's not the case at all, but that's what they believe. That's what they believe. It's diversity and intersectionalism gone awry. The people who are committing these atrocities in the Middle East share a common faith, and that part of that faith this is an extreme interpretation of the tenets of the faith that declare that you have to get rid of every Jew, every infidel. There are loads of people who practice that faith who don't believe that. But those are not people who tend to be in charge of these groups. You guys have a great, great weekend. I hope you enjoy the great football that's happening. I hope that you enjoy just taking some time off of work if you gotta work this weekend, I hope it's a very peaceful, easy weekend for you. I'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show or email Joe at redstate.com. If you want to follow the show, find me on Substack, Joe Cunningham Show on Substack. The podcast version of the show is on there. This episode will be up in just a few minutes. Loads of ways. You can follow along with the show. If you get the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever, go ahead and give it a rating and a review as well because the algorithm loves that and spreads the show far and wide, and we are going to colonize the rest of the podcast sphere with The Joe Cunningham Show. You guys have a great weekend. Talk to you again soon here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.